In shocking news this week, it turns out I agree with the Tory. Hello and welcome to the Terry McHugh Show. Uh, this is quite a rushed one this week because I am getting ready to go to the Ulster Hall to open for Mr O'Kane. Um, two nights in the Ulster Hall tonight and tomorrow night. <clears throat> and I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. The Ulster Hall is always nice. All them big shows, all the shows are nice, but the big shows are really nice. Um, there'll be people complaining now. Uh, and it's been, a, it's been a bit of a mad week. So it has. Um, the, my week started. I was in work and I get some message. Your every parcel has been delivered. And I looked and went, okay. And I went, I know what they've done with that. And I checked the, you know, the proof of delivery thing. So it would appear the proof of delivery for every is a photograph of your parcel just dumped on the doorstep. Just there's a photograph of it on the doorstep. I delivered it, all right? Now, I have a Bruno. Bruno be's outside round the house. What do puppies do? You seven months old. What do they do? They eat everything. Everything. Now, I have a safe space on my um, every account. Right? Now, not only do I have my safe space mentioned, I have a photograph of it uploaded. Right? It's the bar. Uh, I have a photograph of it uploaded and I have directions. I've written, I actually wrote directions from my front door to the bar around the side of the house. Now, it's not like I live in a massive house, you know, where it's like, oh, just walk past the stables and down the wee path beside the... You know, it's nothing like that. It literally says, take five steps to... When you're, it says, when you're at the front door, take five steps to your left. It's like Nightmare. Do you remember the old TV show, Nightmare, the kids' TV show, where one of the guys turned... That was way ahead of its time, you know. If you haven't seen Nightmare, right, basically, it was in the 80s. Kids turned up and one of them had to wear a big helmet. And then they were in this virtual reality world, but they couldn't see. And the uh, th- three of them, or two of them, or whatever, would give directions to the one that was in the virtual reality world. And would like take two steps, stop, because it was knives and like axes and uh, like skeletons and stuff would get you. And there was, you know, you'd be walking across, and you'd have to right, take one step left, one half step left, because you had to, you know, there was like a, you were like a wee wobbly, wavy bridge over a big hole and all. It was class. Uh, but it's, it was like that. It was like, take five steps to the left. When you get to the front door, take five steps to the left. Look up and you will see a cabin. Go over to it. Open the door. Put the parcel in there. Close the door again. Make sure to flick the handle up so the door is securely closed. Right? Couldn't be clear. Photograph and directions from my front door to the safe space. But no, 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 my every delivery person thought, no, I'll just dump it here because clearly my safe place obviously said, leave it at your hole. So I got the photo, I got the photo, I was like, oh, for crying out loud. So I messaged uh, Mrs. McHugh's mummy and I went, are you home? If you are, run down to my house. There's a parcel at the door, the dog will eat it. She never got back to me, she's never seen the message. Uh, And then Patrick messages me. And they were obviously home from school. Did you order a pair of shoes? And yes, I did. Because I ordered a new pair of Roman shoes because I shrunk my other ones. And uh, 
I said, yes, I did. I says, how do you know? I ordered a pair of shoes. And he goes, because Bruno is sitting here with one of them in his mouth. I was like, for well, so Bruno found had one in his mouth. I said, well, where's the other one? He goes, we haven't located it yet, but we are searching. Now, don't get me wrong, it was only a £30 pair of like, Puma running shoes, you know what I mean? They were just from the 80, you know what I mean? Bargain, should have bought two pairs. Uh, <laughs> I'd have bought two pairs, I might have been able to make one complete pair of whatever was left after Bruno got a hold of it. But, you know, it was only 30 quid's worth. But 30 quid's 30 quid in anyone's language, you know. And I was like, <sighs> I don't mind people making mistakes. Like, I mean, Jesus Christ, I make mistakes in my work. I make mistakes on stage. I, I mess things up all the time, right? Uh, I have people working for me that make mistakes. They All the time they make mistakes. Other company will ask me stupid questions and you're like, bite your tongue, Terry, deep breath, at least they're asking type of thing. And, and that's okay. If you cock up because you cock up, that's fine. But see when your cock up is down to either sheer stupidity or sheer laziness, that's when I lose the pop. And this... I don't know, maybe the delivery person was scared of dogs and they've seen Bruno and thought, oh, I'll just throw it there and get away, right? Like, I'm, And it's kind of... I, I used to hate when people go, there's my dog, so don't worry, I'll not touch you. Right? It doesn't matter if it's going to touch you or not. I'm scared of the things, you know what I mean? Like, like if someone walked up to me with a tarantula in their hand and went... Don't worry, I'll not touch you. I'm still going to run away. <clears throat> so, I mean, maybe they're scared of dogs, but, and, you know, and they've just went, right, dump a target back in the van and get the fuck out of here. But if they're that scared of dogs, they just, just don't deliver. Just just send the thing going, look, it's not been delivered, you can come pack it up, or, or we don't like your dog, or something. And then I'll go get it. That's absolutely fine. I mean, like, yeah, I'm shit scared of heights, so, you know, uh, sometimes I end up at high places and I expect people to sort of not take the piss out of me. So, you know, maybe that's what it is, but just don't deliver it then. Don't dump it. She may, they, they may as well, I don't know if I'm saying she, but they may as well, they may as well have just taken the box, take, opened the package, taken the shoes out of the box and hand fed them to the dog. You know, they may as well just went, here you go, dog, here's a new chew toy for you that I'm delivering. Get, like, I'll just leave it there for the dog to eat. So we found one she was in Bruno's. Obviously, at this point, I'm going, right. I, and I says to him, says, send me a photograph of what was left at the front, what's left at the front door, right? So he took a photograph, and at the front door, all you could see was half a shoe box, and the blue package is ripped to pieces. So I emailed every, don't know why, and I emailed the company that I ordered it from, right? So we emailed the company ordered from, and I said, listen, because uh, they, they, they'd sent me an email, your parcel been delivered to review your delivery service or something. So I replied to the company I bought it off saying, look, they dumped it at my front door. I have a safe space. Here's a photograph of what they left. Here's a photograph of what's left after my dog got a hold of it. And then every I sent out a message going, what the f- are you doing? Because, again, if the mistake is down to sheer stupidity or laziness, that's when I lose the bop. That's when I just go, no. You did that. You knew what the likely outcome was going to be. You chose to do it anyway. You're a not. You're, you're a moron, right? So, uh, I uh, I uh, emailed every emailed the company that bought off it. Uh, sent the photographs and all the rest. Within fifteen minutes of emailing the company that bought the thing off, I had a refund. They came back on. Oh, right, yeah, no bar. We'll refund you. I was like, ooh, right. So we got the money back. And then I was like, oh my God, we have to find this other shoe because now it becomes, well, this shoe's a bit dirty and there's a few teeth marks in the sole, but, you know, it's wearable still. If we can find the other shoe, I now have free shoes, right? So, so I went hunting, going, free shoes! Haven't found another one yet. 
But I've I've got one of them, right? And one day when the other one turns up, I'll have free shoes. Uh, but honestly, I, I just I couldn't believe it. I was like, how could you be that stupid? They just like, oh, here I'll just throw it there. You know what I mean? I mean, like, and that's the thing though. Since COVID, that's that that constitutes delivery. Throwing something at your front door. All right, there you go. It's that delivered. It's like the game Paperboy from years ago. That's what it's like being a Hermes driver. Just, there we go. Launch that. Ah, it's near enough the front door. And that, that, I mean, all right, my house, like, now, you can't see my house from the road. It's it's way down off the road. It's, you know, there's a big, huge field in front of it. You can't, you, you couldn't find my house if you were looking for it. Like, you know what I mean? So it's not like someone's going to walk past my house and steal the thing. Or someone else's dog's going to walk past and eat the thing. But, like, they do this in this housing estates. They just go, leave out the front door. Anybody could walk past and just wander over and lift it. You know, and I was giving off about it. Mark was like, for Christ's sake, blah, blah. And everybody was turning around going, sure, it's all right. You've cameras, haven't you? I was like, what? Why would I have cameras? And then they're all looking at me going, you don't have cameras at your house? Why the f- would I have a camera at my house? Oh, we've all got security cameras. Like, it's the most normal thing in the world. You know, and let me know. Let me know if that is a thing. Is having security cameras at your house, is that normal? Like, does everybody just have security camera? I mean, I know lots of people have ring doorbells, but that's not a security camera. That's just for, like, you know, seeing who's at your door, which is stupid. I mean, because I, mean, I suppose in the, in the country, nobody knocks the door anyway. You know what I mean? And, and this is your thing about the guy with the most, like, proven delivery. They don't even have to knock a door. It's just dump it there. Sure, they'll find it when they're either coming out or going in. You know. Uh, but I cameras, is security cameras, like, does everyone have those? Am I missing out? Should I have a camera at my house to see what people's doing when I'm not there? You know, I mean, at the end of the day, if someone busts, breaks into my house and steals all my stuff, just because I've got them on camera with a mask on, and what, you know? But let me, you know, again and again, you can get in touch with me, you can let me know if having security cameras at your house is, if I'm the weird one in that group. Five, four of us, four of us sitting in the shop, I was going mad, I was like, stupid, curry, I'm going security cameras. Three of them have, you know, four to four of us. I'm the only one that doesn't have security cameras in my house. I don't know, maybe they're all up to something. Uh, but let me know. You can WhatsApp the show, by the way, on 07562936900. Uh, which is exactly what Giles done. He, uh, he messaged in and he sent me a running joke. Now, the running joke is a feature that I will do when I'm out in a run. Okay, so uh, when I'm out running or on the treadmill running, whichever it may be, you, I will tell your joke, right? But it has to be a rubbish joke. Can't be a good joke. It has to be a real rubbish, like cringe, groan, oh my God, joke, right? So it's called The Running Joke. This is from Jed this week. This is The Running Joke. Hello, it's this week's Running Joke. Uh, we're on the treadmill today because it's too bloody cold outside. Today's joke is from Giles. I WhatsApp that in, which you can do also. The number's in the description of the show. And I'm sure I've said it about three or four times already in the actual podcast. So his joke was, how do you get four elephants into a mini? Two in front, two in back. How do you get four giraffes into a mini? You can't. The elephants are in the way. Thank you, Giles. That was this week's running joke. The running joke, ladies and gentlemen. The running joke. And that ties me nicely into the next thing I want to talk to you about. You see? You see? Segways and links and everything now. Uh, I have done something stupid. Now, what I've done is I have entered a thing. 
uh, I have entered, paid for, and signed up to the Belfast City Marathon. Now, I've done two half marathons. Well, I've actually done three half marathons. I'll tell you about that in a minute. Uh, I've done three half marathons. Well, I've run 21.1 kilometers three times now. Two were organized half marathons. The other one I'll tell you about in a minute. And I'm doing another one in April, doing the Oma half marathon. But I thought, and I was sitting there, I thought, I could do a full marathon. You know, it's the next challenge, really, isn't it? And that's kind of where I'm at in life. It's like, I need a challenge to work towards so I feel alive. And that sounds really bad. Like, but, you know, I'm 40, 44 this year. And, like, you know, I go to work, come home, look at my family, uh, or go to work, leave, the, leave work, go to a gig, come home, sit in the living room of my own for an hour, go to bed, get up, go to work, come home, look at my family. You know, like, what do you do when you're 40-odd? You know what I mean? So I needed a challenge, right? And I thought, I will give that a go. Marathon, why not? You know what I mean? And then I was sort of thinking to myself, I was like, ooh, it's the, the Everest of, of challenges. And I, th- I thought, no, climbing Mount Everest is the actual Everest of challenges. But it's like, it's a big running challenge. Uh, and I was thinking, well, if I do the Belfast one, then maybe next year I go do the New York one. And But I don't want to be that guy, you know what I mean? Oh, I've done all the four major marathons or whatever it is. I don't want to be that guy. Uh, so when I shut off that, and then I went, probably have to train for that. You know, because I never, I didn't train for the half marathons. Well, I didn't, no. I trained for them by just running. I just done running. I didn't do any, like, anything else. Because in my head, I was sort of like, well, it's a big, long run, so surely you should just practice running. But someone was telling me for a marathon, you should do like hill training and and cross training. I don't know what cross training is. Unless it's training when you're angry. Hey. Uh, but I have to do like, I can't just rock up. I can't just turn up and go, right? I'm going to start running now and run for 26.2 miles. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to, I do all my runs in kilometers, like 10 kilometers. When I've done the marathon, the half marathons was 21 kilometers. I'm going to change it to miles because there's less of them. That's my logic. Because you see, when you run a marathon, if you're running in kilometers, it's 42 something kilometers. But if you do it in miles, it's only 26. So there's less miles. So you change it to miles and then it's shorter. And that's science, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so yeah, I'm in, I'm in, that's what I have to do training and I don't know what a training plan or not. And I'm not one for sticking to routines and stuff. Uh, but this was saying like you have to run for, you have to do long runs, like two hour long runs. No, not two hour long runs. Like a run that is lasting for two hours. And I don't want to do that. I do one of them every week. And I'm like, where do you find the time for that? You know, so I got up, woke up this morning, I'm off a day. Cause I'm in the Elster Holt and that. And, uh, I was lying there, I thought I'm going to lie, I'm not going to go to bed today. I'm going to lie here all day. And then it came about 10 o'clock or so. I thought, nah, I'll make it up. I'm lying here reading. I was lying awake reading about Celtic and the transfer market, buying nobody. Uh, if you don't know, I'm a Celtic fan. If you don't know that, you don't know me. Um, we bought nobody in the January transfer window and I am seething about it. And that's the thing about Celtic. It's like, they cause me as much upset as they do joy. It's just, it's mental. Uh, but you can't give them up. Um, 
But uh, I thought I might get up, so I just get up because I'll, I'll do a run. So I fired up the treadmill because there was no way I was going out the day. It was cold and wet and windy and stuff. You can't run outside in Ireland in January, February. Maybe March time you can start running outside. So I fired up the treadmill, jumped on. I thought, I'll run for, I'll run for an hour. Just, and I was running, running, running. Came about 55 minutes and I thought, I feel all right here. So I'll run for an hour, half hour, sure. So I ran for an hour, half hour. And I was like, and I haven't changed, I hadn't changed the miles yet, but I'm going to be doing it. So I'm working on kilometer stuff. And I'd done like 15 kilometers and I thought, I can run for an hour, half hour, sure. I felt all right. Like, so I ran for an hour, half hour and was up to like 19 kilometers in two hours. I thought, it was, it was a steady pace. I was doing like, it was only going about seven, seven and a half kilometers an hour. Like, and then I thought, ah, may as well just do a half marathon distance. And I ran a, I ran a half marathon in my bedroom. Uh, and I know on a treadmill is not the same with RS, but like, I ran a half marathon, we two hours, 20 minutes, just on a whim. So, I hurt now, like it wasn't big and it wasn't clever, and I don't know why I'm posting about it, but, but that's the start of the training. And I would, I would love, you know what I would love? I would love someone to commission a show following me getting ready for this thing. You know, because I reckon it would be funny. And maybe inspiration to the other people. Uh, you know, we could go back and start with, you know, well, I started the five, five the couch to 5K and then did this now, or and all the rest. We could call it Comedian in Marathon Getting Blisters. Uh, or we could come up with something original, maybe. But I would, I would, I would like, I might, well, I could try recording it myself, but you see, when I'm recording myself, I'm like, you know, I'd want like a, I'd, I'd want a car driving in front of me, you know, while I'm running the roads and then someone's sitting on the boot filming me and all, you know, make it really, really high production values and all, but I think of it to myself, it's like, you, you know that's videoed on a fucking handycam, like, you know what I mean? Uh, so I do it, I, I, and then I just go, no, I'm not born. But maybe I will, maybe I'll, fil- maybe I'll video it, I'll film it, I will, aye, I'll make it myself, because the BBC aren't going to come knocking my door, like, uh, so they're not. And uh, what else have been going on? Oh, uh, there's been there's news. There has there is news this week. And this is this week's news. In shocking news this week, it turns out I agree with a Tory. Rishi Sunak has said that he's going to ban single-use disposable vapes and I back him and support him all the way on this. I'm telling you, Rishi, you do that, I might vote for you. No, I'll not vote for you. Rishi Sunak's going to get rid of one-time disposable vapes. Now, personally, I think he should ban, ban vaping altogether, but he's getting rid of the wee dopey disposable ones. You know the wee, the wee sort of boxes that people will be like... And, you know, and, and like... This they think you know they think they're all hot like all cool, right? Now you could say the same about us when we were kids. We would buy a packet of cigarettes and you'd be smoking a cigarette and we'd think we were cool, right? But let's be honest, we did look cool. Smoking's cool, okay? Just the way of it. Vaping not cool. Vaping is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. You should only have a vape in your hand if you're trying to beat a twenty a day smoking habit, right? You should not start vaping. Vaping should not be your entry to nicotine. It's ridiculous. 
ridiculous. If you want a nicotine hit, go buy a pack of a Marlboro Red, man up, catch yourself on. Oh, I want my nicotine to taste like cherry cola and watermelon. Wise up. And, and then th- these other ones you see, you see these other ones with their vapes, and they take a puff of it and they blow it out. And I, honest to God, it's it's like an ex- an exhaust of a car that's too much oil in it. You know, it's it's like it's like a dry ice machine, you know, and you're walking through it, going, Jesus, I suddenly can't see. Right? But I'm telling you, the single-use disposable vapes, ban them and ban them now, right? And ban people who, st- just ban, is anyone who starts on them, anyone who, st- they're prick pipes. That's what I call them, prick pipes. Look at that prick, where's prick pipe? Think he's cool. Go buy a packet of fags, genuinely. Oh, but the watermelon's lovely. No, no, it's not. And then you sit and sit and suck, sucking on your wee pink plastic thing there. And that's why they can sit and... Suck away on one of them, but you go into McDonald's, you can't suck away on a plastic straw because of the environment. Yeah, so no, Rishi Sunak, I'm well behind you. Ban them, ban people who, but anybody who starts their nicotine habit. Like, nobody's going to walk into Asda, right, and be walking down through the alley, the medicine alley, and go, do you know what? I think I'll give that nicotine chewing gum a go. That's that stuff. That's the stuff for me. That's going to be my new thing. Nicotine chewing gum. Let's give that a go. Nobody. Nobody does it. So why, when people are walking along, they go, do you know what? I'm going to go buy a wee pink thing and I'm going to suck on it. That's what I'm going to do. That'll be cool. And we'll all be cool and stand around and be cool together. No, stop it. And that was the news. And that's us, folks. I'm going to hit the road here because, like I say, it is, what time is it? It's 20 past four. Um, I need to get my shit together and get out of here. Uh, Mrs. McHugh is coming tonight, as is Erin McHugh. Erin McHugh is coming to see me in the Ulster Hall. Now, Erin, when I started doing this, Erin was, I think she was seven. That's how long I'm doing this, right? And to be honest with you, there's part of me thinking I'm knocking it in the head because, like, 12 years and... You know, I would love nothing more than to sell out an opera house or sell out an Ulster Hall myself. I All I ever wanted to do was go on tour, like Jake does, or like Neil Delamere does. Sell out a handful of rooms, have a bit of crack, do the odd bit of TV work, be on your merry way. And, I don't know, it's 12 years, like, but anyway, anyway, enough of me feeling sorry for myself. Uh, when I was, when I started this, I think Aaron was seven, right? And she used to ask, could she come to my funny shows? That's what she called them, she come to my funny shows. And then I got her to record a bit for the first sort of proper Edinburgh show I'd done, the Reservoir Dodd show. And then when I recorded the Reservoir Dodd show, I had her walk on stage and tell her a wee joke. We shouldn't do that for life for now. Uh, and then I remember bringing her to Newry. I brought her to Newry to see me and Jake. But I think this is the first... Or no, hang on. I, you know what? We had her at the Grand Opera House one night. She was she was the Grand Opera House one night, this is. I was half years ago, and now she's 19. So now this is the first year I have her along where she can watch the show and legally have a drink with me afterwards. So hopefully we have time to do that. Uh, I am going to go. If you're coming to the show tonight, uh, I shall see you there. Or sorry, if you if you were at the show tonight, hope you enjoyed it. Um, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be good crack. Uh, like this, subscribe to it, share it, tell your friends. Go on Spotify, go on Apple Music, give me a wee five stars, uh, leave a comment, right? Because, and um, I've, I've, another podcaster has told me this, uh, Neil Delamere, and, oh, what do you call him? Oh! Oh, I can't believe I forgot his name. Oh! Anyway, it's Neil Delamere's podcast with 
Dave Moore, Neil Hammond, Dave Moore have a podcast, right? And it is brilliant. It's called Why Would You Tell Me That? And it is class. And they pointed out that it's just the stars that Apple use to rate the podcast, the comments. They don't, that doesn't mean anything. So you could actually put five stars. Terry's a dick, right? So go on, give five stars, review it, subscribe, su- subscribe to it, right? Because I need to, this, this, I'm on, I'm on my last roll of the dice here, right? This is my year. So 2025, I'm going to get my agent to book me a tour in 2025. And I'm going to build towards that. And if that doesn't work, I'm going to go back to doing something else. Uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not. I'll just, I'll listen. As long as Jake is ringing me and Neil Dalamere is ringing me and Tim McGarry is ringing me to go do stuff for them, I'll be doing it. Uh, so that was the Terry McHugh show. Uh, I shall try and get this edited and up. Uh, before I hit the road but if not it'll be up late I apologise for that if you were waiting on it but if you subscribe we'll tell you when it's ready you won't have to come looking for it thanks for listening I shall speak to you again soon see you later